0: You're listening to Those Dramginsers with your hosts,
1: John and Zach.
2: Hi everyone, uh, before we get into the episode itself, um, we have a special guest on the show to kind of do a little promo for the upcoming um, Pittsburgh Whiskey Festival, Whiskey Spirits Festival uh, I have Betsy Benson with us, publisher and VP of Pittsburgh Magazine. Betsy, thank you for coming on the show with us. Thank you. So, can you give give us the rundown um, of of the the event that's coming up on the twentieth?
3: Sure. It is uh, Pittsburgh Magazine's third uh, annual whiskey and fine spirits festival uh, in partnership with the PLCB. It's on sat- we- Saturday, August twentieth, so it's coming up quickly. Uh, VIP starts at 6, event concludes at 10, so there's four beautiful hours to sample 180 things that will be uh, offered um, to taste at the Rivers Casino, the event center at the Rivers Casino, so you know that's on the second floor, Uh, and because it's at this great location, you get free parking, and we're happy to offer a free buffet dinner with your ticket. Uh, and you also happen to be in the casino so you can sip a little and gamble a little. The event's coming up fast. We're excited about it. Advance um, VIP tasting tickets are uh, $130. Uh, and then the the grand tasting is $95. Um, and then we have a designated driver ticket as well for $35. So um uh, we have kind of a, a ticket for uh every level and it should be a great time.
2: Now you mentioned it opens at six, that's the VIP, correct? And that general mission can get in at uh seven. Seven thirty, correct. And that's when DD, the designated driver, can get in too, right? At that's
3: correct. That's Perfect. right. Yeah.
2: Um, how long? So the 130 and the 95, um, is that like up until the day of the event that those op- prices are going to be?
3: Yes, we're gonna keep those the same and encourage cool. more people to come and enjoy. Um, and that's pittsburghmagazine.com dot com um, uh, slash um, whiskey. Uh, it's also a- accessible from our homepage, and yeah. you can find easily. And it takes you to that show clicks page where you can uh, click on whatever ticket you'd like.
2: Yeah, I'll have the I'll have the link to get tickets uh, in the show in the show notes as well. And then if you guys go to um, our Instagram uh, bio link Uh, that ticket should be there. The link for that should be there as well. Um, So for anyone who's not come before, right. uh, Are you still doing the actual check-in process downstairs at that? uh, The 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 drum drum
3: bar. The drum bar. Yes.
2: So they come in, they go there first, get the wristband and all that fun stuff.
3: Yeah. It's gone super smoothly. We've been really happy with our system. So it's going to be Uh, the same this year. And one of the nice things is you can come early, 4.30, check in, get your wristband, and then go gamble or wander around, Mm -hmm. um, you know, have a drink, watch a game or whatever. And then, and then when the event starts at six or 7.30, depending on your ticket, then you can come back, come back. You don't have to wait in another line. Then you just come upstairs and then that's where people will line up to just go boom right through the door.
2: Nice. Um, are there going to be? Last year we had a couple bottles that were specifically only for, only being sold at that event. The special bottle, special releases. Are you having any special releases this year?
3: Well, you know the PLCB changed its policy on that. You, okay. you, you, and your followers are probably aware that they made a determination that they wanted um, special releases to only be available through the e-commerce site. Gotcha. Okay. So we'd love, believe me, we'd love, and we lobbied hard to get some of those (laughs) because we know you guys love them. And, um, and, but they did, they're trying, they're really, they say, and I, you know, they have a philosophy of trying to be very fair about them. So you can't get them at the stores now either. You have to go through their e-commerce um, uh, to, get a- to gain access to those uh, special releases. But there will be some really special tastes and a lo- like a really nice wide variety of things um, to try uh, at the event. So
2: um, whatever, so my question is, if there, are, if there is a pour that someone likes at a table, will it be offered at the store?
3: One bottle from each table, which would, each table has four, Gotcha. one of those bottles will be available in the store.
2: Well, all of their sale, like, so let's say I like what, whichever one is not being sold. Can I go to like fine wine, good spirits and get it? Yes. Okay, so everything all, is available on yeah. fine wine, good spirits, but only one bottle per table is going to be at that, at the store.
3: That night. Perfect. Correct. Um, and they, there will be, um, some uh, the local guys are able to sell direct.
2: Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I see. There's a couple local ones on here.
3: So um,
2: it, it it seems to be there's going to be more this year than was last year. I know last year was kind of tough because a lot of places had uh, travel restrictions on on their their people. So a lot of places had to back out last minute. Um, so I see here on the list, there's going to be a lot more
3: lounges. Can you, can you talk about the lounges a little bit? Oh, we, we love the spirits lounges. Basically what they are, is they're an opportunity for a distillery to, instead of just having a table and just pouring samples, it allows them to really have a more interactive, immersive brand experience. So they invest in a larger footprint. And then they add like a lot of branding and decor with really creative theming. So, you know, so a lot, some of them have seating, some of them have special little giveaways. I mean, there's all kinds of, but it really uh, makes it a fun experience. You know, sometimes they'll have, you know, a master distiller or really knowledgeable experts um, there representing the brands. So this year, for instance, um, quiet man, we'll have um, an interactive spirits lounge where, you know, you'll be able to kind of go in and have, um, have a larger footprint, kind of see some branding, um, learn some more from people there. And it have, you really kind of get to walk into what they want you to know about their company and about their uh, products. Um, And we have five of those this year, uh, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that just means that these companies, you know, love Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh market, They want to invest in our market and in sharing uh, what they stand for in a bigger, splashier way. That's adds a lot of fun and interest to the event.
2: Awesome. No, that sounds great. I know. um, I think the first year you guys took over for fine wine, good spirits. um, There were a ton of those lounges and a little, like, I remember, I I specifically remember makers, Mark and beam was on the left-hand side. They had like a cocktail bar and you could dip, the maker's mark glasses in the white. So I remember that those couple of years ago. So it's nice to be able to kind of get back to having those again um, as we move forward. I know again, last year was kind of uh, difficult with COVID still, but um, it's nice to see that it's moving back towards like that, that more um, uh, relaxed atmosphere and kind of just getting to know the brands and everything.
3: So, so agree with you. Yes, a step in the right direction.
2: What about the local presence? Uh, I know everyone uh, loves local. So what about the local presence for, for this year?
3: Yes, yes. Um, we will have Wiggle on site, who, who, of course, is in the news big this week mm-hmm. with the acquisition by yep. Bob Notting. Uh, Maggie's Farm Rum will be there with their falernum. Oh. Um, uh, two JAS. Do they pronounce that J- two jazz or two jazz? Uh, it's two jazz. Uh, J- that, yeah. that one I'm not actually uh, as familiar with. Me neither, but oh, I, I plan to become more familiar with that. The so. <laughs> uh, and then we have Still Mill. So we have four yes. local distilleries, and then we have six PA distillers, including Dad's Hat, mm. Stateside, Bartenders Trading Co., Union Forge, PA Dutch, and Faber. So those are, um, Pennsylvania based. So between the two, we've got 10, uh, local or state, uh, distilleries represented. Yeah.
2: Herman from dad's hats big, uh, we're a big, big supporter of his, and we already got confirmation from him that, yeah, he's going to see us there. So we're excited to run into him there.
3: Oh, yeah. good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. And um, and we're thrilled, thrilled that you're going to be there. I mean, you're a star exhibitor as well, Oh, well, you thank have you. Table, <laughs> a presence and maybe do some interviews, right?
2: Oh, yeah. That's the plan. Um, yeah. So uh, if you guys are if everyone's going, make sure you definitely I know a lot of you stopped by and said hi last year. Make sure you stop by and see our booth. Um, you'll see our banner and, and uh, uh, my face. Uh, sadly, Zach is not able to make it. So I have some stand ins for him. But uh, <laughs> you'll see our, uh, you know, my face and our banner and the mics and everything. So make sure you come and say hi. Uh, Betsy, will we see you
3: there? Oh, of course. I would not miss it. Perfect. Uh, so yeah. Stop by really. the table as well. I will and I did last time. I don't know if yeah. you remember, but I stopped yeah, by the last year was such a blur. <laughs> I we know we were having so
2: much fun. It was kind of like you know, recapping everything that, for that sure. was happening. But um oh
3: and and I wanted to mention that uh, we also for you get the for the VIP, you get that ten dollar off a thirty dollar purchase at the store. So mm-hmm. that's something that Pittsburgh magazine does for you guys, for you mm-hmm. for you, our attendees. We give you that token so when you can go and buy a 30 35 bottle of booze and get 10 dollars off that's a great deal
2: Oh, that's really great yeah um i think that's all i have for you any other last minute notes that you want our listeners and 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 uh, attendees to to know
3: uh just that it's a fun night it's um it has a little bit of everything you get it's tasting uh, taste any kind of taste that you're interested in you can have there uh, you get the meet and greets with the distillers and the brand ambassadors. You get the interactive spirits lounges. You get the on-site store. Uh, you get unlimited access to the buffet dinner and free parking.
2: Mm-hmm. Which in the city, free parking is huge. <laughs>
3: yeah. And it's in a casino, so yeah. you know you can make it a, a two or three-part evening with a meal, tasting, and then maybe a little bit of gaming. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Well, again, Betsy, thank you for sitting down for, with us uh, to, to promote the, the upcoming event. Again, that's um, next Saturday, the 20th, August 20th. Uh, VIP starts at 6, General Mission 730. We look forward to seeing everyone
3: there. Thank you again, Betsy. Thank you so much, John.
2: And we're right back. I don't know, I might. I mean, I'm gonna put a little. I always put a little thing in between each episode, between each interview. But uh, we're so this back.
4: episode, will you do like the Batman and Robin? Like. I can every put. Every... I can
2: try to put that one in. Yeah. That'd okay. be solid. We'll
1: see. I think that
2: would work. Anyway, so our next interview is with Patrick from uh, West Overton.
1: So Patrick, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So what's your exciting. what's your title with uh, West Overton? Sure. Uh, I am the co-executive director of the site have been for the last couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> it's recent been, changes. It's a recent change.'s you know it's exciting. it's a, it's an exciting time to be at West Overton. Uh, just under one of rebranding. Um, uh, you know, and and then my co-worker Aaron Hollis and I have been recently installed as co-executive directors, our former co our former director, excuse me, Jessica Katie Barkley, who left the place in, yeah uh, in, we a, love a, Jess, in yeah. a good spot. she's, a, she's great. Um decided to move on she she just needed to be closer to family and That's decided I uh, understand moved, that
4: fully. Totally to move to a that. new chapter yeah totally so we that. wish her
1: all the best and excited yeah. for this new chapter for West Overton nice, yeah.
4: nice so so what do you guys have going on right now that, that you guys are like really excited about that you have coming up in this new chapter of West Overton yeah
1: absolutely so you know we're excited for the leadership change we're also excited for the new rebrand uh, so Design Bridges out of, uh, I believe they're out of New York uh, did a completely new logo for us kind of brought us brought us into the 21st century, if you will. Uh, It's beautiful. Uh, I suggest checking out our website, westevertonvillage.org to to take a look at that. my, my co-worker, my co-executive director, Aaron, just recently installed a new exhibition, working Ahead, Falling Behind, about the everyday worker of West Overton. So you kind of see that everyday glimpse, those those folks who are kind of left behind in history, if you will. Sure. So we're putting a spotlight on them, and it's a great exhibition. He did an amazing job. That's really cool. Uh, and then, of course, we uh, we have our distillery, West Overton Distilling Company. Heck yeah. Uh, we, uh, we've been doing some bottle sales since since the fall, you know, bottle sales, tastings, and some cocktails, and it's been it's been a delight. So we're very excited about everything going forward. Absolutely, that's and, awesome. And
2: you have a new distiller now.
1: Yeah, too. new distiller. Uh, he just started this past summer. His name's Justin Grimm. Uh, he's a local school teacher on, as a as his full time gig, and this is a side gig. Uh, he's a brewer. It's a good uh, side gig, right? 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 That's right. right. That's so, if you, you have know, a like, bad day at school, you're yeah. like,
4: I'm going to my other
1: job. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, right? <laughs> I can I can appreciate that, but uh, he's uh, he's picking up some barrels this week and he's going to start distilling um, this week. So we're excited. That's awesome. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have anything coming up uh, on that front that you guys are excited about? Well, the biggest thing is I'd like we're proud to announce the return of the whiskey smash after yeah. a couple years, right? Huzzah. The, pound the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So November nineteenth, mark it in your calendar. Um, We're very excited, we're we're lining up some distillers, uh, you know, celebrate that southwestern Pennsylvania distilling heritage, right? Yeah. We're going to line up some great food and live entertainment and have have at it. So this isn't just you guys, it's you guys and other distillers? Yep, us and uh, other distillers. You know, we want to showcase, we want to help, because we received a lot of help as we were getting started. You know, we We had to ask all those questions as we were putting in the distillery and just learning. So we want to to be able to help uh, our fellow distillers uh, do some, you know, just have a great night, great celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be fun. Right?
4: That's something I love seeing about the bourbon community, whiskey community in general. See it across the board, this idea of paying it forward and how everyone is in this
1: together. It's not so much a competition as it is a community. Absolutely. And I feel like that's a perfect compliment the museum world too because we do a lot of collaborations with other museums in the area to just expound upon our heritage and you know so that that fits very well that's awesome yeah it's a great time very you know, cool. there's there's a lot of good things you know it's, it's nice when you when you when you come in on on a saturday when the distillery's open you can do the tasting, the cocktails and people are ecstatic you know they come in they're they're thrilled uh, they love it. They love the product. It's it's encouraging. It's exciting. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Did you, okay. So, do you have more than one? What's your product line? Right now? Yeah. So we have a product line of three three products. So we have an on age white rye. Um, we have a what we call Jasper Scott. Uh, that is a collaboration with Dad's Hat Whiskey, where we purchased a barrel right? Absolutely. Uh, and then we we bottled it on site. and they, it's a nice collaboration. Jasper is the unofficial mascot of West Overton. He was a two-headed calf born at a local state fair and you know he died at birth and someone decided to mount him and he now lives in our museum. Uh, Oh wow. Right People clamor for for Jasper. They come from all around just to see him. It's awesome. It is. It's a great time. And then we have our own our own aged Monongahela rye. Aged 18 months in a 30 gallon barrel. Nice. Uh, 80 percent rye twenty percent malted barley. It right. is, um, the second barrel which is, is out right now is is about ninety eight proof. And it's a fantastic product. Yeah. That's the that's the line. I wanna try all that. Yeah.
2: I, ha- I have I have the, the Monongahela at home. I picked a bottle of that up when I was down there for the, um,
1: the Evening I'm with a, the experts. The, yes, evening, the yep, panel. Yeah the, panel yeah, yeah.
2: the rye whiskey panel. So uh,
1: I do have a bottle of that. I'll be over soon. It's good. It better be. You'll enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the one time I was over there, I wasn't able to sample anything, so yeah, Let's head
4: back.
1: Oh, come yes. back anytime. I guess oh,
4: we'll song. all have to go to the whiskey <laughs> man. Oh,
0: no. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Shame. Come Darn. back. You know, we'll do a tour. We'll talk a little bit about whiskey, drink a little yeah. bit of whiskey. It'll be a great time. Drink a little
4: more whiskey. Little you just got to find a good place whiskey. to stay down there. That's all.
1: Hey, the closest hotel is about half a mile down the road. Perfect. We'll there you go. It. You're walking. Like I think
2: a, Aaron stayed that night Like the night of the thing And I was like Ah I should have Got a room with him
0: <laughs> Yeah I don't know I feel like out there I want a nice bed and breakfast Ooh, It's that a, would be, good a beautiful yeah, area There's a few there. down there Yeah Scottsdale's a charming Little town It's
1: fantastic
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, can you say I I, I don't know sure. what all you've uh, officially signed on
2: for
1: the for the whiskey smash? Um, do you know what distilleries will be coming? I don't know what this. Uh, Sam, our one of our board members, Sam Cum whiskey writer, uh, great friend. He's he's helping us line up some distillers. I'm not sure who's on that list, but we're, we're excited. Uh, we're we're hoping for seven to eight distillers. Nice. Um, and. You know, November 19th, as I mentioned, Uh, tickets will be on sale later this summer, uh, early fall. So be on the lookout for those.
2: And we're back. All right. So we have a special guest for you right now. Um, Somehow through, you know, time travel, David Bradford has joined us today. David, welcome to the show. Well,
5: thank you very much. It's an excellent time to be here.
4: So... David, I was just going to say, I, so tell, tell us about your involvement with the Whiskey Rebellion. Well, uh, I'm a
5: politician, congressman for this western part of the state. And my role is, is really to sway the federal government into reducing the Excise Act so that we do not have a taxation against our whiskey. Because whiskey is the, the production that we have in the western part of the state that is essential to the trade that we have as it occurs with most farmers and tradesmen in the West, they do not have money to pay a tax. Correct. So we must not have a tax on our whiskey because we cannot pay it. Right. So it's very important, and also, what's really detrimental to the the success of the western part of the state is that there's a five cents tax per gallon on, on whiskey in the western part of the state, but only two cents per gallon in the eastern part of the state. Uh, Is that fair? I was aware
4: of
2: that. Okay. Philadelphia Philadelphia, yeah, okay. So, Philadelphia, Philadelphia pulling some
4: strings. Okay. And five cents, cents—that that's a hefty sum it's for the a very time. very hefty
5: sum, yes. Now, you also got taxed on your still in addition to the amounts of gallons that you produced. So, five cents per gallon. Five cents per gallon. And how much for the still? Um... Good question. <laughs> you got him. You, stu- you stumped me. <laughs> yeah, for my recall, it's around ten cents. For the oh my still. goodness! Jesus oh man!
4: And now is that per still? Per
5: still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now most farmers only had one still. Sure. But
2: but, st- but like you said, you know. But
5: still. But, but still.
2: still. Uh, <laughs> no, like you said, you know, these farmers they don't have a lot of money if at all when they're using right. their their grain and their their distillate to to use as trade to get things that they need. So if you don't have money to begin with, how are you going to, even five cents, how are you going to do that, you know?
4: So what was the, I understand that the rationale behind the taxation was in an effort to basically pay off the Revolutionary War. Correct. What was the rationale for focusing on the whiskey, though, if the individuals selling the whiskey already had nothing else to give? Well, it was...
5: It was the enforcement by Alexander Hamilton to essentially take control of the entire federal area. Okay. So President Washington was the largest distiller at the time. Sure. And he was getting taxed at a much lower rate than the rest of the community. Sure. It was really just the federal government trying to institute their power over the western parts and the frontier.
4: Okay. Because, yeah, at the time, this would have been the frontier. That's correct. Um, Now, is it true that... Upon you know the implementation of the whiskey tax, is, is that essentially what drove so many of these distillers out of Pennsylvania into Kentucky, and what caused kind of Kentucky, what is now Kentucky? What is yeah. now Kentucky <laughs> to escape the tax on their goods? Is that
5: that's correct? The further you went in the, out into the frontier, the less tax collectors would
4: be able to find you. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, so. Essentially, so again, the, the we are Kentucky's as
1: history, Kentucky's
4: big brother. Yes, yeah. The, Kentucky can link their history directly to the American excise tax. what our, what our rebels
2: did at the Western yeah.
4: American whiskey started here, and that's I just think that's so cool that it, no one thinks of Pennsylvania as the grandfather of American whiskey. Um, there
5: is uh, there are stories that um, in France that the. Uh, uh, at the time, the king would only drink rye whiskey Correct. from Monongahela. Yes. And that's very important because it was a very specific grain that was only produced here. and could not be produced anywhere else.
4: Exactly. That's very cool. Because you always, you, you, you go around, and I know this, I'm about to say talk wine, but I know we're doing whiskey. Um, but it's just so interesting to me that... You go to to Napa Valley. You go to Tuscany. You go to the south of France, where the soil is uh, ideally suited for their particular crop. And you, I don't think anyone would ever stop to think that actually the, the Pennsylvania climate is also suited to a very particular kind of crop, um, and, 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 a, and a very unique. Sorry, John, um, and a very unique product. In, that's correct. In, yeah, yes, and, and and I just think that's so very cool because everyone's going to think, oh yeah, you know, tropic, subtropic, uh, is going to be ideal for, for growing the, the grains needed for or the crop needed for it's alcoholic the soil, beverages. It's
5: the atmosphere. Yeah, you know, all of the uh, the mushrooms that are essentially produced in the United States are produced in Pennsylvania. I didn't know that. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm learning Pennsylvania a, hell of a lot is the, right now.
5: It's the national capital for mushrooms. My wife's
4: going to be very happy to hear that. That's not that's those that's types fair,
1: of no. mushrooms. Yeah. Oh no, no 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 no
4: no no I mean like mushrooms on a pizza. We're not. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no no no. no, no. <laughs> yes. Whiskey is the strongest. Oh ice. good good yeah. yes yes. yes. I, uh, this, is, this is my indulging. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need to taste the colors no. of the wind. No 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 no.
2: Um, I had a point. So so David, you know, is that kind of what you try to do? Is you try to be that that middle ground of like you know. Uh, like the middle person talking between, you know, I had both to weigh parties.
5: Both, I had to weigh both sides. The I had to try to negotiate with the federal government in order to to reduce the excise and to not implement it. And then I also had to work with the frontiers people to accept it in a lot of ways mm-hmm. or not accept it. Mm-hmm. Now, my involvement in the in the rebellion caused for my um, exile because I was basically sworn to treason. Right. I was, right. The, I was the only individual who was not pardoned from that. That treason. was
2: my next question. So that's what, I, that's what I thought. I wanted to double check with that. Yes. But yeah. Right.
4: So, now, so then, what after after the you know exile? What,
5: what happened? So I was exiled. Um, I essentially had to escape from Bassett Town. Washington was Bassett Town at the time. Correct. I escaped on my horse. I rode to the Ohio River, where I owned a flatbed business. To flatbed boats. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. So I got on my flatbed. There were many federal skirmishes that tried to attack me on my way down the Ohio to the Mississippi, and I made my way to Spanish West Florida, which is now Louisiana today. Okay. So I had to spend five years there without my family, uh, exiled in Spanish territory because I could not be extradited
4: oh, for my treason. Understood, facts okay. There. Understood. Okay. At the, at the time, were Spain and England considered to be uh, aggressors, enemies? Correct. So yes. they couldn't touch you? They could not touch me. Okay. Now, so after I, those five years, were you able to return?
5: President Adams pardoned me. Uh. So I was able to return to Bassett Town in 1799. Okay. And at that time, I, I moved my family uh, to Myrtle's Plantation as it exists today, which is actually uh, one of the most haunted mansions that exists in the United States. That's oh, interesting. so cool. So if you ever go to Louisiana, you can still visit there. Okay. Um, and the reason it's so haunted is not for me. Okay. It was actually for my my uh, my children. I had nine children. Oh. And unfortunately, some of them committed some adultery against uh, some of the servants that existed there. Okay. And there were murders and poisonings that, that occurred. Wow. So there were many people uh, who haunt that area. So, so you just lived
4: a very thrilling whole full life so, life, yeah. that's yeah. meanwhile I have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning because <laughs> I suck on my neck wrong. yeah right <laughs>
2: mm. any uh, any other contributions you had towards towards the rebellion that you would want to discuss well uh, I would have to say that
5: my uh, my henchman if you would call him John Holcroft mm. Tom the Tinker yes was yes essentially my hands in the action. Okay. Um, I tried to stay away from the actual implementation of, you know, treasonous actions <laughs> sure. such as tarring and feathering and yeah. uh, accosting male people as they were trying to deliver mail to Philadelphia. But uh, I was involved with that quite thoroughly.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, so question for you Tom the Tinker, that was his
6: pen name. Pen name.
4: Spending, yes. Why did he choose the name Tom the Tinker? Is there any significance behind the name that is there that tie back to him as a person?
5: It's not specifically
4: known. Um, however I will have to
5: say that anyone who has tinkered in whatever business that they're in, yeah. he was tinkering in essentially rebellious acts.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Excellent. So it
4: was a little there was, there may have been a little tongue in cheek there yes. Yes. with that name. Yes. Okay. I like it. It's I like fantastic. It. That's great. Okay. Um, now, pri- prior to the rebellion, what was your role in government? How did you help, you know, shape the country? I was
5: a lawyer uh, within Bassettown. Um I was actually uh, the originator of one of the Presbyterian churches that actually exists oh. at Bassettown, in oh, Washington excellent. today. Okay. And I was actually one of the original formers of Washington and Jefferson College as well. Okay. So my, my role as a lawyer was more around ensuring that the land masses that the frontiers people had acquired retained theirs. Okay. Because in a lot of cases, the federal government would come in and say, this is not your property anymore. Um, so I would fight on their behalf.
4: Very interesting. Awesome. That's very interesting. It's interesting to me how, how much um, the federal government almost started to do similar actions that they were fighting against. Oh yes, in the revolution, as soon as the shoe was on the other foot.
5: Of course, and a lot okay. of
4: it, I, I
5: believe, should be credited to Alexander Hamilton. He was really the the ringleader in a lot of the actions that were being taken. George Washington had his ear very well. Mm. Okay. Yes, very much so. That's.
4: I love history. That's a great. Okay, so, um, why were you the only one? not granted a pardon under Washington.
5: I believe it is because I was a federal agent. Okay. Because I was a politician. Okay. And all of the other individuals involved were citizens. Gotcha. So they wanted to make an example of me.
4: Okay. Okay. And so what um what caused Adams to grant you the pardon? In that case, what caused him to decide to, you know, go against that line I, of thinking?
5: I was a very wealthy businessman. Ah. Okay. And after years and years of persistence, And uh, my wife's letters to uh, Abigail Washington, as well as um, the others—oh, I'm sorry, Martha Washington—as well as Abigail Adams—that allowed us to uh, to eventually get the pardon.
4: Nice. Okay. And he
5: realized that my acts were really not that treasonous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, David, thank you for thank for joining us. Thank you for telling us your story. All right. And we're back with another guest. So please introduce yourselves.
6: Hey, guys. I'm Sarah Schumacher. I'm the executive director for the Washington Health System Foundation.
4: Thank you for joining us, Sarah.
6: Thanks for having me. Of course.
4: So can you tell us about your role and your involvement with the Whiskey Rebellion Festival each year?
6: Absolutely. So I am volunteering here this afternoon. And essentially, the Washington Health System is one of the main sponsors. We've been um, supporting the Whiskey Rebellion Festival for a number of years, and they asked this year if the sponsors would participate and volunteer and help introduce and emcee the main stage production. So I have been honored to introduce some of our amazing uh, bands that we've had here today. I've done several of them and gotten to hear them, and there's been some awesome entertainment. And then also thanked the other sponsors, and then rundown of the events for the day. so the health system has been a great supporter and happy to be here today to participate in a volunteer role as well.
2: That's tremendous. That's awesome. Uh, past two years we've been here, we had the president from Washington Health System. Oh
6: sure, Brooke Ward.
2: Yes, he, yeah, he, he stopped on, uh, you, uh, both times actually, I think he, mm-hmm. he he came on with some of the other guys. But um, I'm going to thank you for emceeing, thank you for being part of this, thanks to Washington Health System for um, you know being a big sponsor, I mean I know we love coming here, it's nice to um, have a full weekend again. You know, last year was very small, it was just one day, but uh, it's kind of nice to have the entire weekend back uh, for for the festival.
6: And it's invigorating to walk around and see everyone. Everyone seems to be excited, things seem to be rolling, and so I think people are happy to just be back out and feel like it's normal again.
4: Yes, after the last several years, that feeling of normalcy is... For sure. Whiskey's not the only medicine that's happening today, for sure. Um... Excuse me. So have you so is this your first year being involved with
6: It is. I have attended the festival for numerous years and brought my daughters here to see the parade and, of course, to eat the junk food. And the (laughs) um, funnel cakes, which is one of my favorite things to eat uh here. And then, of course, the whiskey. Yes. And so we've been down to Liberty Pole a couple of times today and sampled some of their whiskey, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, seen a lot of great people that I haven't seen in a while, which is also another benefit of the festival, right? Because... We haven't been out and about as often and been able to talk with some folks.
4: Yeah. So, something we like to ask every single person that we Mm -hmm. talk to is about their whiskey journey. What kind of got you started in whiskey? What was your introduction to it? What's your favorite? All that kind of stuff.
6: Okay, so that is probably a better question for my husband who is very <laughs> into whiskey and very into Liberty Pole's whiskey and is frequents it very often. So if you want to know the truth, my experience with whiskey is that my husband is there often and I get to see the notifications pop up that he is drinking at... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in all honesty, so we, we do... I will have some whiskey with him. I typically have it on ice. It's typically, mm-hmm. typically Liberty Pole because he does support them right. mm-hmm. and so um he he loves it all but yeah um yeah what what did I have Billy what was I drinking Billy what, what was I drinking down at Liberty Pole the old-fashioned it's actually my favorite I've tried Classic. several things and every time I keep thinking that's just refreshing on a day like today yeah, and really so that's probably my my favorite to really. right. this
2: time of year I, I love their rebel tea
6: Oh, I have not had that. Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Oh, look it's, at you in made, unison. It's very it's, good.
2: It's made with one of the peated, I think it's the bourbon. I think it's, yeah, it's the peated bourbon. And they
4: have like a chai tea in there and yeah, it's over ice. It's very
6: good.
2: Okay, in fact, then. we're going to, once we wrap up here, we're actually going to be heading over that. That's pro- probably what I'm going to be drinking is the tea.
6: So. Okay, well. well, that's where we were earlier. And I also love anything with pumpkins. So in the fall, I know Ooh. that they have some different drinks yes. down there that yep. they mix yep. with spice. I love everything spice. Oh, yeah. And I know oh, yeah. they have some good drinks. Ooh that they do some nice mixes for the fall which is feels 100%. far away but yeah she did a, upon us, to yeah promise. it's
4: kind of I'm, I'm, we're absolutely. halfway through the summer already agree which is which weird She did a uh, yeah. pumpkin
2: pie oh, yes. old yeah fashion last year oh that, was one well, of that the sounds incredible yeah. mm-hmm. that sounds delicious
4: old fashions are one of my go-to as well and i think she makes the best old fashions in the entire area they I, I, I think she's the best cocktail artist in pittsburgh um it's yeah those are those are hard to beat yeah
6: so we always have it at our house, and, and we're, we're always sipping it. Sometimes just over the rocks.
4: That's excellent. Or on the
6: rocks, I should say.
4: Nice. Didn't we, when we spoke to them yesterday, didn't we hear that they are going to be?
6: Oh. You may, uh, I may have to one. cut
4: that out. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are. Okay. You didn't hear it. Yes. <laughs> you,
6: you didn't hear it here. Gonna, hear we're it. either gonna
2: cut it out or bleep it. We'll do one of those.
4: <laughs> <each>. no, <laughs> not they doing up. <laughs> Tune in next time to find out what I said. <laughs> I'll blur out exactly. your mouth Exactly, that's so like a get... little teaser. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're gonna think I just did a really long swear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've blurred out when you've like
2: said stuff too early before.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your favorite whiskey?
2: It, mine is on. Honestly... Ooh, he... that's that's tough. So, I, 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 there's different. You guys types. go first. There's different. Yeah. Just yeah. with so many different types. What's my typical go-to that I'm usually going back to?
0: Mm. Uh,
2: that's is, a different. That's a different question. Yeah. So my if I'm gonna if I'm going you know, just grabbing whatever, uh, Woodford Double Oak is a good one that I like to go to, um, but uh, I mean we've said their name enough, so it's not like we need to hype them up anymore. But anything Liberty Pole, I'm anything always Liberty down pole. to have. So, uh, but if we're gonna talk non Liberty Pole, <laughs> there you go. Woodford Double
0: Oak is usually my go-to. So okay. Uh, I mean I was gonna say like, as of last night, my favorite is. The oh, yeah. heated rye from Liberty Pole. Yes. Yeah. Like wow, rye. that was amazing. But like my my go-to, I just bought a for everything cocktails and just straight sipping is Evan Williams Balden Bond. Nice. Like I just I just bought a handle that the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Ooh, a handle. That means you really like it. Yeah,
0: because I, I keep going through it, and I need I need a bottle for the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep having to buy new bottles for the show. It's like okay, I'm just gonna buy a handle of it so I can have it for cocktails. And, there you go. There you go. And uh, and just. It's a good straight sipper, but no, like as far as like favorite, like non-go-to, like just absolute favorite. Yeah, that that Peter Rye is now number one for me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I was at
6: at the Whiskey Rebellion dinner, and we had flights I think, of whiskey, and got to hear from experts, and so that was an education, certainly for me. And some of it is, you know, stronger than others.
4: Yeah, some of it burns so. yes. on the way down, yes.
6: and some of it doesn't. And I learned about, you know, smelling it and mm-hmm. swirling yep. it and all of those wonderful things that you guys probably already know. But <laughs> it was it was another amazing experience and something I learned a lot from.
4: That's awesome, and that's what these things are for—is for education purposes.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Like that's why we
4: started the podcast. Was we knew jack squat about anything about whiskey. That's why it says bourbon. It's not because we only drink bourbon. We're just too lazy to change it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we started. We started this, and we were like, we don't know anything about this. Yeah, let's talk about that.
6: I think there's a and lot record to record that about forever,
4: it. Yeah. so people can hear how ignorant we are. Exactly.
6: Um, so,
4: and so that's why
0: I have certain people on our show, is so that hey, they're the people I'm teaching while we're
4: recording our shows. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> well,
6: I definitely have a lot to learn
4: about. <laughs> well, that's. This was just our our learning journey, and we wanted to mm-hmm. share it with other people. We that's a lot of our guests are. Like Josh, very, very knowledgeable, and know a lot more about it than I'm we just do. A, I'm just
0: a huge nerd. No, 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 no. That's
4: what it is. Nerd <laughs> is just another word for
0: passion. That's good. That's
6: right. Smart is what that really means. <laughs> mm-hmm. Educated.
2: Excellent. They're, well, I think they're tired f- t- yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right. time. Time well, right. to break um, up the horseradish syrup. Sarah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for stopping by and talking. We hope that <laughs> you're involved in the in the the the
0: festival
6: next year. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much yeah. for having me. Thank you for giving me a drink to taste. Yeah, I appreciate
0: that. Feel free to take that with you.
6: Thank you. You guys have a great rest of the evening.
4: You too. All, Thank you. All right. I'll see
2: you later. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our time here at the festival as we hear the uh, tar and feathering going on in the background. And um, so that should be uh, uh, it's <laughs> i <laughs> just hearing him chant, tar, tar, tar. It's cranking me up. Um, all right, so. For those who do
0: not know, it's just Hershey syrup. It's fine. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not real tar, people. Calm down. Uh, I don't need people in the comments going, what? Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so, you know, we want to thank everyone from the festival for having us out here. We want to thank you, Josh. For handling all the video for the past two days Hopefully you guys are watching it <laughs> um, So yeah Zach you have any final thoughts on today I, I, I had a lot, I, As always I had a lot of fun today
4: I had a lot of fun This is good Now I'm tired
2: and ready for bed Please say all that again Because you do not talk into
4: the mic Sorry it was good I had a lot of fun But now I'm ready for bed <laughs>
0: Don't you have a date tonight
4: I do have a date tonight I'll be all right. Okay. I don't have to... With his wife. I don't have to interview anybody on my date. Yeah,
0: no. I, I, it's fair. It'll be a lot easier. Yeah,
4: yeah. The pressure's <laughs> off.
2: Oh, I think they're pouring the tar now. There it goes. <laughs> anyway.
4: Oh, uh, Good times had by all. But anyway. no, uh, in all, in all seriousness, I had, I had a lot of fun today with you Me guys. Too. and too. Josh, thank you for, for being with us. Had of, we had a
2: lot of different people. I, you know, I didn't yeah. want to have all the same people every year, but we had a little yep. couple of different people yeah, yeah. jump in and and it was awesome that that uh, Jason stepped in and, and played, you know, sat down as David Bradford. And yep. that was
0: kinda cool. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah oh, he man. was
2: David that entire time. I am, yeah. I am
0: very much looking forward to listening to that now when yeah. I edit this video. Edit. Yeah, he was very much yeah. David
2: that entire time. So it was, it was cool. nice to have um, Terry and Pete be themselves, and right, talk about, Right. You know everything, but it was cool to have David come over here and be da- er, uh, Jason right. come over and be. Tell t- 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 that
0: vid- video is me like an interview with Mr. Bradford. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah,
2: I had a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think we have to. St- I think we thanked everybody. Yeah. Uh, that we that well, we were thank you all
4: again, everybody. So
2: let's let's wrap up. Let's uh, catch the end of this show and let's go down to Liberty Pool and drink some more. So uh, I guess there's only one way, one thing left to do. Zach and Josh. Actually, no. I'm going to pause on that. I w- we want to thank—he uh, doesn't get—he en- doesn't get enough thanks. Uh, but our production assistant, Tomas, uh, which probably isn't even paying attention right now, but we're going to thank him. Uh, <laughs> we're going to thank him. this guy for- right here. This guy right here. <laughs> we're going to thank him for always helping out and setting everything up and watching the stand, watching the booth when we walk away and everything. But uh, on that note, Josh and Zach, cheers to you guys. Cheers to you guys.
4: Josh and John, cheers to you guys.
0: Zach and John, <laughs> cheers to you
1: Patrick Mochi, co-executive director of West Overton Village and Museum, and cheers to Yin. David Bradford, and cheers
6: to you. Sarah Schumacher, executive director for the Washington Health System Foundation, and cheers to Yin.